I feel like everybody who is anybody know who Bianca is. And so, like, an introduction for you is, like, why? We don't even need one. Like, you already know the girl. Like, let's be real. You know why you're here. You know this chica. Like, this redhead, curly hair girl. You know when you hear Bianca Darko. You know. We know who we're talking about. The dancer, you know, out here doing things in America, being on the big screen. Now you're, like, rocking the world with music. Like, I mean... There's just so much, I think, about you that your reputation definitely precedes you. And it's amazing because you're really one of those people that are really showing, you know, St. Martiners, that you can do anything. You don't have to have this small island mentality and the world really needs like our energy and our spirit. And it's so interesting, I think, being in America when you are a Caribbean people person and just like the the type of love that you get when people recognize you know that just like authentic magical essence that is like Caribbean people but um yeah I'm so happy to have you here <laughs> on the podcast today I'm to really just to like to go deeper you know to get to really know like you know how you look at the world and like what brings you energy and like let's go you know, deep, just let's like go how like music and dance really heals people and like it's like this mm -hmm. instinctive thing to like our caribbean culture with carnival and like all of these movements you know that just like they heal so deeply to just like who we are as people and the music that we grew up with like such influences our like perspective of life so yeah man we go we're gonna dive deep in this one for sure <laughs> let's get it let's get it <laughs> but how are you doing how's how's things in LA like how how are yeah how's the life down there in Cali right now <laughs> it's different it's definitely taking some adjusting um I feel a lot better now than I did a few months ago a few months ago I was like why am I here again like what am I doing what do I think that I'm doing <laughs> definitely went through like a similar roller coaster that I did years ago when I moved to New York but now this time just being older and more conscious of my decisions I was like I felt like it was an even worse experience I'm like I'm aware of everything now and I'm like what is life but now fast forward months later i'm like wow things really do work themselves out eventually exactly. just need our generation definitely have a problem with like patience oh and accepting uncertainty exactly. exactly like we always need to know every single detail and i'm like oh i'm happy that like i just gave myself some time to figure out a whole new place <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just giving yourself the space to acclimate, you know what I mean? Especially like I feel like Islanders when we move abroad, like it's such a it's a big deal, you know, cuz like where we come from, like we really know everybody, like everybody know your mom, your dad, your grandma, <laughs> like like everybody up in your business. Like everybody there's just like this real sense of like connection. But when you go somewhere else, especially when you're like the only one of your kind, it's a different type of like adjusting, you know? Like you have to really change and adapt to where you're at cuz nobody completely understands like what your experiences yeah, are because yeah. you're the only one you're just like yeah. oh they don't know oh, like, like one of very few it's funny though exactly. i always find my caribbean people though like literally in the pandemic i met this guy this producer from trinidad that lives in la he contacted me because he wanted me to dance to one of his songs that he produced fast forward two years later we actually meet in la and now he's like one of my like few friends and i'm like yes this is it <laughs> I'm like, I need I my Caribbean it. people. And there we go. The universe is like, here's a little Trinidadian dude. There you go. Have fun. <laughs> 
like, I'm going to send people your way. Don't worry. I got you. Just be patient, <laughs> Just boo-boo. Patience, patience. Patience. Yeah. No, for real. Patience is one of them things. It's like the universe is constantly reminding me, you need to have patience. But it's like the ego. It's like, no, I need certainty. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Like... But then you're right. Like, it's funny. The universe always like it hears you and it works out. And it's like funny that sometimes I feel like we need to go through those periods where we're like constantly like questioning and like trying to get that understanding. Because when you reach that point of clarity, it's like, oh, oh, exactly. Oh, and it's like that release of like, oh, OK, so we really could have relaxed, you know, we- <laughs> Things were actually already going where they were supposed right. to. And I was just being dramatic as usual. <laughs> you know, and, but it's okay. It's like, oh, okay. We're like moving. But yeah, I guess like, yeah. How is like for you the difference between LA and like New York? I feel like people make it such a big distinction between Californians and New Yorkers. They like the people that are nice, but will never help you on the side of the street versus the people that will, but they'll probably bump you in the shoulder if you in their way. You know, it's right, just a different right. duality of the American experience. Why? I mean, New York, like definitely have a piece of my heart because I never thought about it as my second home until I like went back home to St. Martin and then came to LA. I'm like, damn, wait, I actually really miss this place. I was living in for like five years because I realized that was like from 17, 18 up to like 22, you know? Um, So like that was definitely a growing period of my life transitioning from being a teen to like actually taking care of myself as an adult Um, and like just being comfortable. Like same thing in New York. For some reason, I just always gravitate towards Caribbean people for, for like a few years. I was just alone. I was like, I really like genuinely couldn't connect to Americans I couldn't understand them, period, you know? And then I just happened to, like, find this community of Caribbean people and African people. And after that, like, I was like, yes, like, New York is my home. I feel like I know everybody. Like, the streets are... That's one thing I miss about New York. Like, the streets, no matter what time, is just alive. It's just an energy in the air, in the atmosphere that's, like, you can't find that anywhere else. Like, LA totally different everywhere is so spread out everybody's driving nobody's on the streets you can't find a vibe the way that you could find a vibe in new york or bump into somebody from uh barbados or trinidad or grenada like it's very much like oh where are you from caribbean where's where's that what's that and i'm like oh i'm like oh how how do you (laughs) i'm like you you don't you've been a human on this planet for how many years now (laughs) like you have the amount of times the amount of times that that happened to me i was like i don't think i belong here how how do you not know what the caribbean is it's paradise if you don't know what paradise like what what are you striving where are you striving to go on vacation because if it's not a caribbean then i don't know so it's been an interesting journey and like people are like you know, a little more distant. I mean, nice, nice. Like, in the beginning, I was like, wow, like, what's everybody talking about? LA people are so nice. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It's more like, be nice, figure out who this person is and what you could get from them. And then show your true colors when they actually need your help and you don't show up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Very interesting. And then it's probably more so that way also because I'm in an industry where you happen to meet people that just want to take for the sake of opportunity and not 
give. So, yeah. I know. <laughs> Entertainment. I'm like, girl, you pick like the hardest freaking sector. We're talking about Woo-hoo. needing a <laughs> thick skin and confidence for sure. Because like, I can only imagine like the amount of auditions and just like, yeah, there's like people that are like, oh, like, oh, yeah, she's like nice. But then really she like stabbing you in the back and talking hella shit because she won that role over you and you're just like wait i thought we were homies like okay um but you have to do that like on the regular all the time and you have to get like used to it and kind of not take it personal which is so hard because it's like it's like your work it's your expression of self and it's like how am i supposed to not take it personal but america is like trying to put you in this box of an aesthetic too and it's just like all of these layers to entertainment i'm like woof you're doing it you're crushing it so i'm so proud man that you you figured a way that it works for you where like you can still be yourself you really are a champion you know being a swelligan woman you know over there (laughs) and i feel like that authenticity irradiates you know because you know like it's this is legit like she's Mm -hmm. really about it she ain't playing no fake character which a lot of them out there on the west coast be playing these characters um but you're like no like this is this is like this is real you know and i feel like yeah you can feel that i take so much pride in being from the caribbean and being from st martin like i don't care if you can't understand me figure it out i want you to help me and be like where the hell are you from and figure it out and learn because i'm like why am i adjusting to you i could I could be like, oh, I don't understand you. I'm not asking you to change for me. So I'm not going to change for you. Like, I, St. Martin is a part of my identity. So for me to, like, change my way to fit in with everybody else, I'm like, nah, like, I can't do that. And I feel like that's, like, a part of my, like, purpose being, like, I'm infiltrating in places where, like, I meet a lot of Caribbean people, but sometimes they don't they don't keep that true essence about them. It's like, yeah, I'm Caribbean, but, like, I've been here for 10 years, and now, like... I might as well just be American and it's like no like that would never change about me you know so I feel it I feel it I guess like how has it been like expressing your identity as a St. Martiner in America or do people usually just like think like oh she's Jamaican you know she got a cool <laughs> accent uh you know you know like who, who where is this girl from but then not really understanding like what it means to be a St. Martiner because we don't really have great PR you know for us local people like where what is our culture represent it's kind of hard to to point at and be like oh yeah that's that's the same partner that makes sense i see it i mean it's always the most typical questions oh i have accent like are you from jamaica trinidad and i'm like no i'm from st martin and i have to explain yeah it's a really small island in the caribbean 37 square miles oh like what language do you speak and i'm like oh we're colonized by the dutch and french like i literally give them the whole rundown and i'm like by the way it's paradise so if you don't have it on your list to visit you need to put it on your list <laughs> but you know it's always it's always the same basic kind of conversation but i'm like wow at least somebody new figured out some a new place that is like one of the best places on earth. <laughs> facts, facts. I'm like, I honestly feel like Saint Martin needs to figure out a way to track how much of us, like external ambassadors, are sending people to this rock because I could use my little, you know, remittance check for every dollar I sent y'all away. You know, I'm just saying. 
we we're not even gonna get into that because that's that's a whole another conversation when when our young people get into government and higher power places where we can make an actual difference because I feel it. <laughs> it's not it's not fully giving what it's supposed to give <laughs> i feel like say martin could go so much harder than she can and i'm like why are we holding back though like we got so much fire like and we trying to keep it in a bottle and i'm like why let it runneth over, you know? I don't think like, the older people, they don't fully see the value in what us young creatives, not even cre- like us young people in general, like how everybody's playing a role and a very important role. I don't think they see the value in that versus like, oh, like Burna Boy is coming to St. Martin, like let's get him to promote the island and let's get him to be the face of this, da da da. But it's like, do, do you even know what all these young people on the island are doing and how much they like represent and push for Simon to be more than what it is in, in terms of like being in the eyes of the public? But yeah, la da <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Honestly, you know, I feel like it's something. I remember when I was like a lot younger, I was like looking at like like all of the creatives before we had all, you know, left the island. And I was like, I feel like there's just so coincidence, you know, that all of these incredible people with such fire and passion and motivation for all of these different things were all sort of like born in this like one era in St. Martin of all places in the Caribbean. And like we all like through all of these different activities, whether it be dance and the arts and like debates and like all of these competitions and stuff that like were held on the island, you get to intermingle and like influence each other. And like it's interesting when you see a now sort of like being these different influencers in different sectors whether it be in entertainment or in sports or in like law or even just like in like technology and all like even music and all yeah all of these different avenues it's like crazy to me that they still don't see the value because like it seems so obvious then and it's like so obvious now and i'm just like if they just support it even a little bit it would like amplify all of those people so much to an extent that like I feel like they don't understand like this is this is really how you gain influence you know like yeah. in the world <laughs> don't make me put these people on blast okay because enough times I had big things happening and it was like let's show up to take a picture meanwhile I don't know this person I don't really know what they did I don't really know to what extent they're really even doing what they're doing but like we heard that this person is supposed to be somebody that's doing great things so Okay, pull out the camera real quick. GGG, oh, so proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, Simon support you. We support you. Okay, bye. And I'm like, the, the support was what? In the picture? In the post? Okay, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> like all the hard work in the background, like all your conditioning, all the classes you have to take, all the training to keep your body agile and flexible, like all of the work going to auditions, finding auditions, having an agent, you know what I mean? Like having to pay for all of that, doing marketing, because, you know, social media, all taking the time recording videos and not, and not cheap, you know, all them outfits looking cute, having to <laughs> keep the hair looking fresh, all of this, you know, come come at a cost. And you're right, like a photo, I'm like, this is nice. But um, the bank account, you know, could could use a little help just to facilitate facilitate the dream. You know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, legit, it is it's crazy. But I guess, and you know what, I can't say I haven't fully been supported because, like, when I did leave Saint Martin initially to go do the training program in New York at Broadway Dance Center, I did get a scholarship. Sweet, I did get supported to pay for this program. 
So you know what? Like they've been there for a certain part of my journey, but it's like I don't really know who's genuinely keeping tabs. And I, the unfortunate part is, is like if you want something, you I mean maybe it's not unfortunate, but to a certain extent, kind of <laughs> like if you want something, you have to really like put all this information together and show like hey like here's what I do here's what I have to offer like take a look as opposed to like people just already being in that mindset of like the the new generation is the ones coming up the ones that we need to take care of the ones that are you know feeding us ideas on how we could do better let's okay boom this person that person okay great let's bring them in let's have a creative conversation about how we could like do something different to amplify them and us at the same time but it's like there's no like really like innovative way of thinking it's kind of just like oh you approach us because this that and that oh let me see what you oh okay that's great nice um yeah we'll get back to you it's like nobody's really like thinking like outside of the box as time evolves now for a message from our sponsors Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. I feel you. I feel you. And it's that's the only part that don't be making sense because I'm like, how is it you birth such creative people, but then you're not going to listen to them until <laughs> like the external world gives them validation that you're like, oh, oh, God. oh, oh, the rest of the world cares. OK, let's care now. Let's care now. Oh, my God. Talk about it. And I'm just like, um, oh, so we going to act brand new in this relationship, boo-boo? Like, let's hold up. Like, as much as I love you, I'm like, yes, come here. But I'm like, where you been, though? Like, I've been waiting for you this whole time. Like, Yeah. And you know what? You know what? Like, I am definitely somebody that witnessed that firsthand because, you know, I've been dancing my whole life. I've been building myself my whole life consistency right here yeah without even really like looking at it that way until now obviously but like you know like people have known my name known what i'm doing watch my journey and it's like it honestly right it was only when i left and and even like i was doing things but it wasn't enough really and truly it was only when like oh crap this girl from St. Martin and Sean Paul music video. Then it was like, ah, like, yeah, we've been know her from since 10 years ago. And like, look at that. And it's like, yo, I've been doing this. Like, where were like, you? This has just been stepping stones, you know? This, like, yeah, this wasn't like from one day to the next. And it's like, okay, great. I appreciate all this like hype now. But like, how were you not keeping tabs? Like, I'm like one of so many. Like, how were you not keeping tabs on like, what was going on like yeah, to be exactly. a support no because guess what it was a joke at first when it was like oh bianca's not going to college she's going to try to dance it's like 
this what like yeah this, this failure girl. like why would she waste her future not going to a college like everybody uh, else you know like the her same parents right crazy to yeah support exactly her. she going to go dance what kind of life is that and then it was like oh wow this girl actually she did it, it. Mm-hmm. oh okay then then all of a sudden the hype started so i got to see that firsthand from like nobody really out here supported me and then when when i quote unquote made it it was like yo so like i i even when you know people always ask me like what advice would you give to like young artists coming up on St. Martin? like what would you and i'm like honestly like if you want something you're gonna have to make that on your own go for it because don't compromise go for it don't go give for up because they will tell you you will fail they've said it to everybody they like literally are St. Martin's number one consistent trait is crushing dreams <laughs> I don't know how many interviews I've heard where they're like oh yeah you know they told me I shouldn't do that or oh, I girl. can't do that or I can't you sh- nah girl. don't don't study that like you're not gonna make it or no you need to do the safe traditional path that's not really going to get you what you want. You're going to be miserable, but it's okay because we made that for everybody. So at least it's, you know, equity, equity yeah. in a shitty experience. But no, I'm so grateful that like your parents were there really to support okay. your dream because yeah. I feel like uh, strong, strong parents, bro, could really like get you through the, the worst of times when you're like, yeah. I don't know, but your mom is like, you got it, boo-boo. And you're like, you yeah. know what, mama, I do. I do exactly. got it. Honestly, if it wasn't for my parents and my dance teachers, I don't think I would have been brave enough to take a chance. Because, like, you know, when those rappers in the music video and, and like the songs be like, yeah, my teacher told me I wasn't shit. Uh, and I'm like, you know, you hear it over and over and you're like, the teacher probably didn't tell you nothing. But it's like, I experienced that. I experienced my teachers being like, what are you doing? Like, literally straight up like if i was your parent i would never let you make that decision like why are you you're not my parent then why are you like taking more dance classes you need to stop dance class if you want to pass this cxc and i'm like do you guys know what my dream is you're telling me to stop what makes me happy Like like you know so it's like if it really wasn't like for my obviously like and that's the hard part too like oh like what do you tell young up and coming artists like it's like damn if you don't have any support i'm not gonna lie it's hard it's hard to go and be like, oh, like, where am I going to find this money now to go attend this school, to go help me learn more about this? Like, it's like, if you don't have any support under you, like, I can't lie. Like, it's hard. Like, what do you do? You know? So I just hope that, like, you know, us, we, like, build in the foundation to make these things more normal, like pursuing the arts or, you know, just pursuing, like, a non-conventional career, like, I hope that, like, we are building a foundation for people to, like, see it more as a norm so that the next ones coming up could have it easier and actually have more support, you know, because that's what it's about. It's not like, well, one person, two people made it out. It's like, okay, like, how are we going to make this normal now? Because clearly we know now that we have mad talented people and we actually need to support them from young because they do have the potential to make it. Even if it take freaking 20 years, because hello, I've been dancing my whole life. Literally, <laughs> whole life. Like, even when I was, like, emotioned, I remember Bianca right there, you know, like, <laughs> killing it. Like, telling you, forever, ever, amen, this girl has been dancing. And, you know, that's so crazy because, like, I look at dance as, like, really this, like, innate thing of like our humanity like you play music and the body dances like it's just like this like 
thing. It's like speaking. The body just moves. And it's like such a beautiful thing because dance can like say so much that words can't. You know, it can really like be this medium of expression of like such a deep, raw emotion. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see like how dance really can be a therapy for like all kinds of people, oh, yeah. you know, especially like for women. Like I always see like when women are trying to like tap into their sexuality for their divine energy like they go to dance you know yeah, and it's right. usually like hip a lot of root chakra movements but it's like this form of like sacred geometry that allows people to sort of like realign themselves and really tap into like this primal part of our essence and yeah, i'm yeah. curious like as someone that's like been a dancer has loved dance has explored different styles of dance you know how do you yeah look at dance as this way of like bringing people together really like breaking down barriers really like screaming this like essence of like our humanity you know yeah. when we move our bodies and yeah just like how do you even think of dance you know um as someone that loves it you know <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so fun i've been through so many different phases with dance and i would say like you know right before leaving St. martin i would say that that was like my that was my prime in terms of being in, like in St. Martin. Like that was like my high. That was a time when I was like, yes, like I know this is what I want to do. And I just always had so much joy, like going to class and trying to be better than I was yesterday. And like, it's just, it's just a feeling that you can't describe. But then when I did go to New York, I completely lost that. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm like, this sucks. I hate this 12 classes a week. I'm sore. I have to walk everywhere. Like it was like it was like the weirdest experience ever. Like I started to just hate dance. And like in the industry, they would always tell you like you have to re constantly remind yourself why you do what you do and go back to the root of it. Because when you make what you love your job, and then on top of that, it's competitive and there's you know so many other factors that come to play. Like you can really start to hate it, you know. And it was. I had my moments when I would be like so happy and that was like really like being in the Afro and like the dance hall classes like that would just bring me back to like the, the core of something that I was like wow like I can't explain how this makes me feel but I feel good and I'm gonna stay here you know but then it's like when I went home for the pandemic and like I went from like like almost hitting my peak to being like oh okay the world is shut down sorry um bye <laughs> I that's when I really remembered how much I love dance because being stuck in the house, I was going crazy. I was like, my world is falling apart. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life. I don't know how long this, this, you know, COVID is going to be around. Like what is happening to my life right now? Like, this is what I do and I can't do this anymore. And then like, I really just started to like do it for me, you know? And then that's when I was like, whoa, this is healing me right now like this is making me feel better I'm no longer caught in my head my body feels so like stretched and like I feel so rejuvenated and I was like wow this thing is really taking care of my mental health right now I'm like whoa what I'm it's like, like it's clicking the awareness I'm like oh my gosh yes yeah. the awareness it was finally clicking I was like wait this is what it's been doing for me the whole time and then that's when I was like okay no I can't stop because this is literally keeping me sane and yeah like I just it, it was a nice time being back home too like <clears throat> being able to collaborate with you know other dancers from the island and like provide opportunities and like 
you know, also take in information because I was no longer trained and I was no longer in that space of like constantly taking in information. But then I also came to another plateau when I was like, okay, uh, I'm stagnant now and I need to go. And that's why I decided to leave because I was like, I'm not feeling this. I can no longer fuel myself. I feel like I'm repeating the same things over and over again. Like I need to get back into an environment that's like fire, passion, competition in a good way, you know, because it's like those things like drive you to just like push yourself to be better, you know? And it's so funny because like now I'm in this training program again. And like the other day we got feedback from this choreographer, Chris Brown's fucking choreographer, okay? And he's like, you need to keep dancing. And I'm like, eh. I've been dancing my whole life, but thank you so much for letting me know that I still need to continue training. And I'm like, hit to the heart, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I've been doing this my whole life, but it's like, it's just a reminder, like, okay, I could have taken that and been like, I can't dance anymore. My life is over. Chris Brown, choreographer, don't think I can dance. But then I was like, you know what? It's actually really not that serious. Like, you haven't trained for two years. You haven't been in a professional competitive setting for two years. has been pushing you just flow and just do what you need to do, you know? So, I mean, yeah, back to, like, the initial statement, which is, like, yeah, like, I am definitely an advocate for people moving their bodies, taking physical exercise serious, because you don't realize until you start how much that is healing for your mental, spiritual, physical journey, you know, for your heart. So yeah shout out to dance <laughs> <laughs> and hey i mean i didn't he said you gotta keep it you know keep at it he didn't say you suck he, you know he was just like girl i see you got even more potential in there right. and you're just true. like i gotta gotta bring it out bring it out bring it but out, no out. i feel like the way you talk about as it as healing and it like really puts you in the moment i feel like i see the parallels like in yoga that's been like my thing and like, yeah, just like seeing how the body stretches and moves and like all of these different forms and like it really forces you to have to put your mind in the moment because you can't be anywhere else. Otherwise, you're going to miss the move, miss the tempo, mm -hmm. be offbeat. And I think like it's interesting when we live in the moment, it's like the sanest place for us to be. And it like really like shuts the mind of like all of this, you know, all this excess stuff yeah. that's there because you're focused and like that clarity. Um, it's so peaceful and relaxful and blissful. And I feel like that is where like you have that opportunity for like flow state and the healing that then comes from that. Cause yeah, you're just like yeah. going with the flow of what your body does when it moves and like, I don't know, like when you can just feel it, like you say, like you don't even know how to describe that feeling, but it's like, I know what you're talking about because yeah. it's just like when you fall into it at the end, it's like that feeling of euphoria when you're just like, oh my God, like I did a lot of work, but like it feels incredible. Like it doesn't feel taxing and draining. It kind of makes you feel refreshed and energized, um, which is like incredible because it's like, why wouldn't you want to be in that state? all the time you know and it's like we spend so much time just like ugh, or like you know sitting down or i don't know not really focused on our mental health and simple things is moving yeah yeah. it yeah. really puts you back in that moment and you can mm -hmm. kind of just be at ease you know mm -hmm. grooving with things even the fact that you could like whatever you're going through emotionally you could put that in like how you move your body and that feels good if you can't put it into words to be able to feel that through your body and it's so weird but that is it that's healing 
that you could like literally like I can't process this mentally I'm gonna flow it through my body and I'm gonna feel better after this like that's crazy to me I know it just to me it's like that is like why are we not doing more of that you Mm -hmm. know what I mean because it's like but then I think like in carnival like I feel like carnival is our way of sort of like letting go of a lot of like the traumas that we experience as Caribbean people and I wonder sometimes if that's why we're so happy and jolly is because like dance and music and like really tapping into like our physiological experience and like really moving and grooving it really shakes all of that stuff out of the body and you like are left feeling so just like relaxed and energized and it's a social experience which is like even more I think it adds just another layer of dimension to it as well because you're like doing it with your community and there's like something tribal about Mm -hmm. that you know and then when you have like the beat and it's just like you see it like in stages when people are moving in synchronicity just like the power of that like it's just ah i'm just like how do how do you not see it like i'm Mm -hmm. just like it's it's incredible to just visualize and see it and then to be a part of it then it's like contagious Mm -hmm. even though there's like there's two sides to that because it's weird if you talk to older people from st martin they would always say like back in the day everybody would be dancing whatever party you go to whatever i don't know if you experienced this but like one of the main complaints in my friend group back home is that like why is why are people standing up why are people not vibing and honestly like that is natural to who we are as caribbean people but for some reason we have this thing now where it's like we so again caught up in our minds about like what other people are seeing and what they might think and what they might say that we like suppress ourselves, which is why in Carnival everybody's going crazy because for some reason that's the acceptable time for us to while out and nobody must say nothing for the most part. Which is weird. Like it, I don't know when that became a thing. Like I remember again when I was living in New York and I would come home for vacation, I would go out and I would be dancing on the dance floor. And I realized like wow, like, I'm the only person out here, like, vibing right now, like, what, what, what is this, you know, and then living there for two years, I started to feel suppressed, I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not gonna dance right now, it's just too much, because everybody's just standing up looking at me anyway, and I'm like, but this is not me, you know, like, everybody just started to, like, feel this, like, energy among each other, that's, like, is an unspoken word, like, don't do too much, stand up, and just, just be chill you know like chill. don't be extra just you know and i'm like keep why? it cool yeah like why why are we pretending i don't get it <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the older we get people lose touch with their inner child which just wants to be free you know what i mean and you become like you start trying to be somebody instead of being and oh, it's like wow. it it likes it it really fucks with your head like and it, it gets to the point where like you stop being yourself because you're exactly. like oh like you're trying to be this person instead of just being just like having fun yes. just like being in the moment like nobody care about you that much i promise exactly. okay like we all got shit going on and it's just like yeah just to be free and dance like a kid like just didn't care who was watching but walk up into baby boy yeah. you know what i mean like that is the stuff that just like it, it makes your soul just like pour with love but then yeah. you get so caught up I and take, take that to another level too like there's probably a lot of people who don't even really say martin people leave say martin and they find themselves abroad because they finally release that sense of like 
who am I? Who's my last name? Who's my family? And it's like, no, nobody out here gives a shit who I am, what I do. Wow, what do I really want to do? You know, so a lot of people back home don't even really fully know themselves because you just grow up in this small bubble of like, well, this is how we are. This is what we do. And then you leave and then you're like, wow, like this is me unapologetically. And now I know that, you know, and I think like it's unfortunate to say that people have to leave to get to that place. But it seems a lot of times that they do. And I don't know why. And I wish that that could be different because people everybody deserves to just like be free you know but for some reason in our community right now people don't feel that they can fully do that and I understand there's a lot of like oh who's your parents what's your last name like what are you doing and then your information is just out you know um and I guess that just comes from living in a small place sometimes but hopefully that's something that could change you know like yeah. me, and, me and my friend group we go out and we don't care how we look it's like we just having fun we yeah. like genuinely happy we vibing like why would anybody feel a way about that you know like just do you be you like when you you know when you always ask all the people like what, what would be your advice for it's like i care too much about what other people think and I realized, like, wow, I live half of my life for other people. And then you just get to this point where you're like, F it. Like, exactly. it's not about anybody else but me and how I feel and my experience on exactly. this freaking earth. Exactly. Paradise. Oh, you know. Freaking paradise. Like, it to me, like, the fact that we even exist and can have these conversations is such, like, a gift in and of itself that I'm like why would you ever want to play it safe and be boring but it's like I understand that like the the con like the compulsion within yourself to like want to just fit in and just be you know low-key and not like rock the crowd but then I don't know I just like I couldn't do it you know trying to do it like made makes you just like anxious and just sad and demotivated and I was just like nah like this needs to change like this is unacceptable we cannot like this is just not sustainable you know I cannot keep living like this and Mm -hmm. I feel you when you when you get to that point where you're like fuck it I don't care like I'm Mm -hmm. gonna do me I'm gonna live for me because at the end of the day it's I'm the only one living this experience through my eyes like I should have that loving kindness to myself because I want other people to also have that, you know, and it's like, if I can't even do it for me, how can I expect anybody else to be able to be brave enough to do it for themselves? And so when you see people that like, like, just don't care, and like, you just like do whatever, and you have fun, I feel like that energy radiates, and it makes it, it okay for people to be like, you know what, I'm gonna have fun too. Like, I see Bianca out there, you know, having a blast, like, I want to go dance, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even that within itself took, it took me a long time to get there because again, growing up on St. Martin, like I feel like I was suppressed in a lot lot of ways. Like it was like growing up and starting to go out, it was like, oh, like, you know, this whole thing, you and your light skin, you're a white girl on St. Martin. So it's like, white girls can't do that. White girls don't do that. And it's like, I feel like there was so much things that were put on to me from a very young age that made me like very suppressed. Like I was like, I didn't want to be that extra person. I didn't want to be that different person. Again, same thing. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to have friends. I wanted to like belong to something. So that means because I already look different, don't do too much. Because when you do too much, people are already going to call you out. I was never that girl in the middle of the dance floor, having a ball, having a good time. In my heart, that's always what I wanted. But it was like all of these thoughts and ideas that other people place onto me that kept me like 
again like so suppressed until I realized like Bianca like in your heart you just want to dance and explode and be free like go put that energy out there and again that only came when I found myself outside of St. Martin you know so I I could only imagine like you know how many people go through the same thing because like people again like have this image of me as like this outgoing you know like I always been if you know me from back then then you know like yeah in dance class I'm there I'm focused I'm doing what I need to do out socially when it was time to just express me you wouldn't catch me you wouldn't catch me I, w- I had anxiety in the back like oh oh gosh all these thoughts all and it, and it, it took me years to realize like girl what is going on you know and like that has a whole journey within itself but like I feel you I feel you yeah like, girl. when you reach that point in your voice where your inner child screams so loud like girl what is going on oof I felt that I felt yeah, that right? yeah because you just like you realize you're like wait something changed here like somewhere in this journey something changed and it's so incredible when you have that awareness to realize that something changed so you can actually reflect and be like okay so where in this journey of mine did that change start to pick up and you're like oh crap I realize now it was mm-hmm. all them little things that those people said that you didn't think really mattered, but low yeah. key, it did get to you. It did get to you yeah. and you changed because of that. And you changed and you changed and you changed until you reached this point where you were like, hold up, wait, no, no, this isn't me. This is not, this is not who I know I am. And like mm-hmm. when you realize and you can then release like, oof, I felt that. Oh, yes. Yeah, so beautiful. It's powerful and I think that like that's probably what the issue is on St. Martin like more people need to like have that like I don't want to call it awakening but like that like moment of like awareness of like there is like a dissonance in who I'm being and who I really am you know and like being honest enough with yourself to recognize like what is you and what is not and like forming your life based off of that you know but I understand it's hard like because again so many things come with that like you want to have community you want to be accepted you don't want to be that weird stand out person you know but it's it's, it's amazing when you could really just be like yo like right now at least because five years from now you might be like ah ha ha I was 25 and I thought I knew myself and <laughs> jokes and now I know myself <laughs> like it's, it's a learning process a learning process yes, we're discovering this evolution <laughs> exactly but at least in the moment you can say like this is this is as close to who I think I am as possible and like it's authentic and yeah it feels good you know I feel it I feel it I'm curious you mentioned like you know, kind of going through that process of like discovering who Bianca was, you know, and like tapping into like our inner child of like this real like just full creative spirit that really just wants to scream, you know, love and just like all of this, just like good vibes out into the world. And at least for me, I know like when I had to have that recognition of like this person that I was trying to be versus like who I really was, like for me, it was tough. Like I cried. Like I remember when I had that epiphany, I was like, damn all that weight I was putting on myself like oh like I felt so like sorry towards myself for like having all of these like walls and just like labels that I was like all these images of who I thought I had to be and then when you finally realize like you can just let it go like it's just like oh my gosh like that weight is sort of lifted of like 
I can finally just like be okay because I have this awareness of what happened in that journey. And like, I can finally be like, you know what? Not anymore. Like I'm done. Like I'm done trying to please this ego version of I when, you know, I'm just here to be like, I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to express myself, you know? So like, who cares if you're that girl in the middle of the dance floor going crazy? Like, Hey, it's for the night. You know what I mean? The music is bumping. Like I'm here to have a good time. And like, if you fucks with it, then come on down. Like don't let's groove, you know? And if you're not like, it's okay, boo, let this experience tap into you, make you question that you have room to grow because we're all kids you know we're all kids and somehow like just because our bodies age we forget that like we forget that we're here to have fun and yeah when you let go of like this image of I of like I have to be this way um, and you're just like no this is me like this is how I feel in the moment this is like where I'm at in this present um yeah you really just like I don't know you you see there's so much more depth to who you are than like this false image that you were trying so hard to live up to and you were constantly punishing yourself for like Mm -hmm. not living up to it. And you were just like, "Eh." (laughs) I feel like I'm still going through that process though. Like I'm still, it's hard when I think like it's, it seemed like it was harder on me because I, it was like from a very young age, I was already labeled a certain way. It was like, Oh, she is the dancer. You know, so it was like I could never see myself as anything other than that. You know, like I even ha- I have traumas from school, like that, like only starting to show themselves now. Like even when I went when I was home for the pandemic, I went to go get my license and I had to study. I had to like be in class, and that within itself gave me so much anxiety. And I'm like, hmm. what is this? Yeah, I went for the exam. I had a panic attack I was crying before I went to go take a freaking driving theory exam and that's when I realized like girl oh shit yeah girl you wasn't like you know like I'm like you wasn't even that bad in school girl you was just an average student but you didn't want to be there and now you have all these things in your head that tells you like oh god you don't know how to study you don't know how to be in school school was never your thing like you you tell yourself all these stories and like that literally manifested in me having a whole breakdown going for the exam because it was just a reminder of like how I put into my head that like I was a failure at this exactly good at that exactly and even up till now like just holding on to this label of like ah like what would happen if I if I stopped dancing for example like would I disappoint people? Would that like, you know, all, all the young people that were like inspired by my journey, would that make them look at me a different way? Mm. And like, no, I'm really in this phase of like, actually, like I always knew, I just could never admit to myself that like dance is not what I want to do forever. And when I became a DJ, that also helped me realize like, okay, this one label that you had, how were how were you holding yourself back from being so much more because you just thought that that's all that you could be yeah you know and then when I started DJ and I was like girl you was never just a dancer you've been an artist like you've been expressing yourself through your art and I'm like what else can you do and then I'm like actually you know what like I actually always want was always wants to be a life coach and I know that I know now because I'm more able to like admit it to myself that that's a part of my purpose yeah you know but it was like and it's like life can't go any other way right you have to go through the whole journey and experience this and be honest with yourself along the way to be like oh did all these steps are showing me like 
leading me to like where I really and truly need to be, you know? But if I had never had that break during the pandemic to like reassess, like, again, who is Bianca outside of like the label? What is it that I really love and want to do? And like, how am I going to express myself in this world to make me happiest? And like being honest about that and then being like, okay, release the external thoughts and the people and the places and the things and just be like, okay, like, this is okay. Like, this is your journey and it's not for anybody else. Exactly. As long as you're happy, like there's going to be a tribe, there's going to be a vibe, like just go with what feels good to you you know exactly but that's definitely it's definitely a journey because it's like you know when you're young you just you have all these thoughts and people put things and places and blah, 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 all these things on you and you have to like come to this point where like you finally realize like oh wow I didn't realize all these things were like piling up on me and making me who I am and now I have to like peel this off and peel that off and look at this and like oh crap this is actually oh well why did I decide to pursue dance is it was it for the right reasons like was it for like validation was it like you know like and being open and honest enough to be like okay wow I gotta rethink about my whole life (laughs) are we really it's like are we really gonna go there brain and it's like yes we gonna go there we gonna peel it off we gonna (laughs) we gonna leave it just exposed and then we're gonna see the truth and then you can build out from there because you'll have the clarity so anytime you have that you'll know exactly why you did that you know and it'll be clear that's so incredible oh my gosh like from dance music to life coaching I mean honestly I see it because like you I mean even on Instagram like you are always giving people advice you know what I mean on different aspects of just like living whether it be through dance or through your experiences and I think like people are naturally drawn to your energy because you can tell again, like you're really trying to come from this authentic place of like self-discovery and like play, which I think like the world doesn't see enough of like, we're not playing enough. And like, I feel like, you know, dance is like playing with your body and music is playing with your ear. And again, like you can only experience music when you're in the present. You can't, you can't enjoy a song if you're not, if you're in your head, because you're going to miss the lyrics, you're going to miss the whole like beat drop, you know, all of those moments that are like perfectly curated in synchronicity, you're going to miss it if you're not in the moment. So it's like, so interesting that you gravitate to these mediums of expression that really force you to have to put your audience in the moment, which really gives them a break from their own like anxieties and their own like mental processes that are stopping them from just experiencing life and when they have that attention then you know they can really see that message and see something that like speaks to us deeper than just like yeah words ever can and uh, I thought it was so cool when you became a DJ I'm like of course you know I'm going to be a dancer you need to have bomb ass mixes it makes perfect sense you would transition to the art of like music I mean, you play the piano too. Like, I'm like, of course, you know, it making sense. It making sense. I would say that I didn't really see that coming though. Like in my head, I was, I always used to be like, I would, if I was a DJ, I would be a bomb. I'm always that person in the car that's like, pass me the ox chord. The whole car is getting lit. Did I was, did I have intentions of pursuing a DJ career? Hell no. Like that was the last thing on my mind. It just, the opportunity presented itself and now when I look back I'm like the universe is crazy because there's no like if that wasn't meant to be it wouldn't have been how the exactly. hell did I become a DJ like it still blows my mind and the love that I have for it I'm like 
I'm just grateful, you know, but I'm like, wow, like you don't plan things sometimes and things just happen and you just have to be like, wow, I'm grateful for this. Done. Cause like it really wasn't like the next step to my career. Here is how I amplify BB bad yeah. 2.0. It was like, <laughs> I just, it was the middle of the pandemic. I had so much time on my hands. I got to learn and I fell in love with it and I wanted to do it every day because it was bringing me so much joy. And luckily I had people around me that were like, that saw that I had something and they were like, let's get you on your first event. Let's get you on this. Let's get you on that. And now I'm like, whoa, I have something else that I love. And, And you're right. Like everything that I do is really for the purpose of expression of self in different ways. And I really like thought about it later it's like the best part of like our humanity like I look at it as like we're all creators like all of us I feel like being in this human incarnation like we have this body and mind that can think of cool stuff and we can like make it happen like we're blessed to be creators and like when you like are creating from this place of expressing like self I feel like that's something that translates beyond any language beyond any skin color any preordained idea like you feel it because it's like that it's source you know like it's like we're all amplifying that through our unique perspective of our conscious experiences and when you see someone that can do that like to me it's hard to not be gravitated towards it because it's magnetizing like uh, like like music is just one of those things that it really can control like the way that people feel you know and it's like when you create a mix that like oh you it's the cute perfectly that it's that perfection (laughs) yes girl (laughs) it's just like oh you know like it's like fire like if fire was like a moment it even like your body like your skin crawls your you know the hairs on your skin stand up and you know that shit was lit like (laughs) And you can't even deny it. You know what I mean? And so it's like being able to do that. Like I have mad respect because sound frequency, like, oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, to be honest, like even like that's what like the piano was for me for is even though I haven't practiced it forever. But you got um, talent, man. You don't even need to practice. You just be out here just killing it with melodies. I'm like, damn, girl. Honestly, if I was a more like. And this might sound weird. If I was a more like disciplined, determined person, I feel like I could have been a lot further in a lot of different aspects of my life. Don't, don't do it. You have a discipline. I don't even want to hear that. Like you just are like, you just want to have more time to explore more mediums. I feel it. I feel it. But that's how we got our whole existence, man. We got it. We got time. We got time. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, the thing is, it's, it's hilarious. Like, because like, I don't, I don't define myself as a disciplined person. But on the outside, everybody would be like, what do you mean? You've been doing the same thing your whole life. And I'm like, Consistency. Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. But I feel like I have so much more I in me it. to be yeah. even more focused and more yeah. serious and more disciplined. Yeah. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Because honestly, I'm not the type of person to put pressure on myself. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. Okay. Hey, it's <laughs> about just... balance you know rest and repeat you know right, so right. <laughs> yeah but i guess yeah like, how do you even go about like 
defining your musical taste as a DJ or like finding the sounds that speak to you because everyone has like a unique sound library you know from just like our experiences how we grow up especially being in the Caribbean I feel like we grew up with a lot of like retro like 70s 80s like soft rock and like you know like very like soulful music and then it like transitioned you know we have like the reggae and the calypso and soca and then it's like now a bit more you know trap and you know r&b and stuff like that but i'm curious yeah like what influenced your your sound library you know as dj bb bad you know that's an interesting question um i would say i'm still trying to find that well what i could say like what i know i can't deny is like that major laser song that like mix between caribbean vibes and the edm world you remember white sensations back in the day when we were like 16 at Sagi? The prime time to be out in the streets. The best times of my life. And that EDM influenced my world. So when I, anytime I could fuse the worlds of like dance hall, Caribbean vibes and EDM, I'm like, this shit is hitting me to the core. And I can't explain it, but I'm like, you know what? This is my vibe. Yeah, frequency <laughs> is resonating with the spirit, and this is what we finna echo. You know, this is what like, we finna put out. Yeah, and it's funny, awesome. like it's funny, like also de- like learning to DJ on Saint Martin and having to play for a very specific audience that wants to hear very specific things. Like, I had to, I had to like just be like Bianca, like this is your vibe. People don't like it. Somebody else will. And it was moving to LA and going to a party. I was like, this is where I belong. This is why I would have played. This is like, oh my God. And it's not just one song. They're playing this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, whoa. Simatin might not. I could play for Simatin people, but does it really bring me like that amount of joy? Not really. Because like, I know. This song, that song, this song, that song. Get everybody lit. Woohoo. I'm so happy you lit. And it's great. That's what the, the point of DJing again is to like, you know, you want to see people vibe and have a good time. But what's even more amazing is like being in these parties in LA and people not knowing the music, but they're listening again in the moment, waiting for that beat drop. And when that beat drop is like, ah, and I'm like, oh my God, people appreciate song. Not just like, oh, you about to play that new Drake is like, sound and what it they let that actually flow through them incredible and that's why I, I just love i love it it's like you're <laughs> a channeler you know what i mean and it's like that interesting power of like you as a dj you're in this role to channel through all of these people to create this vibe that i mean they pay for it you know they're trying to have a good <laughs> time you know um but it's like yeah you really have like this ability to like influence the crowd and like you see like every when the frequency play you see the reaction like it's like feedback as a dj and you have to be like listening and really watching them to really understand like what does this crowd need do i need to build them up or do i need to be bringing them down or do we need to you know really be like going straight through the roof and like really just you know excelling this experience of like highs and lows and bills and release and like building to this climax just to have it 
be a hard cut and they didn't expect that you know change and it's like playing with the psychology of yes. like what we assume as well because it's like when we hear a song that's familiar we're like oh i know how this song go mm-hmm. like i know what's gonna be next but then when the dj cuts to the next song you're like oh shit yeah okay okay and then it's like you you really force people to be in the moment because again yeah. if you're not you're gonna miss it you're gonna yeah. miss the magic and like that's what you're there for and it's like yeah like you say they they care about the sound the sound yeah and i think that like i don't want to like call out a man in a bad light you know what i mean because people like what they like and it's fine but it's like that's what was missing is like yes i'm about to remix this song a remix is not a bad thing listen and appreciate but for some reason it's Again, it's almost like they're not there. It's like, just play what we know and we will vibe to that. But it's like, how can I switch my mind to appreciate this different sound? And I don't know what that comes from. I don't know. I don't know what that comes from. I don't know how to tell somebody to be that or do that. But it just so happens mm. that like, I'm in LA and I'm like. They get it. Yeah. These people get it. Cause it, like it's like you don't know I, I don't know this song but I'm like it's building it's building it's building it's building and everybody just you on feel the, same, the energy yeah it's just the energy you know and it's appreciation but it's not in every space and I think African people and Caribbean people are very particular for some reason hmm. That is interesting because I feel like being particular robs you of experiencing the spectrum of music. Like there's such a lot of good stuff out there, you know, even the country, you know, I'm not I'm not a fan of it all the time, (laughs) but they got one or two tracks that if you play that shit right, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is banging, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling the vibe. (laughs) Um, But it's like, yeah, I feel like it's interesting because you would think like especially in St. Martin where there is such diversity in like different cultures and like the types of music you might come across because of that like for me like in my in in my household we had like Caribbean music but then there's also like Indian music which you wouldn't really hear on the radio in St. Martin but like I heard it because it's in my household and so like just even that like influencing my taste in music and like just like the types of instruments that you gravitate towards, whether it be like piano or like saxophone and like notes of that, especially like Afro beats. Like it's like this thing that, I don't know, it just speaks to like the essence of who we are. And sometimes I do think it is a shame that people aren't willing to just like be open to what have an experience. Yeah. Have an experience um, that maybe is not what you would expect because then it, it shows you, like it gives you opportunity to discover yourself discover like oh my god like this is a sound that i didn't even know i would like but this shit is fire Mm -hmm. let me go deep dive you know and then you discover new parts of yourself and then you continue to grow and evolve and it's just like this like continuous process of like discovering learning playing trying Mm -hmm. um and then you when i feel like you do that enough you form cultures you form trends you form movements you form community um but if you don't give yourself like that freedom to just try to fail to experiment to to mix things up um you're never really gonna grow outside of that and yeah maybe that's you know our small island mentality we like our our sound the way that it is but i feel like as a young generation i'm trying to rock the boat i'm like i'm over this okay i'm trying to rock Mm -hmm. rock it rock it (laughs) rock it back um into alignment or whatever um so that yeah we can play again like jesus you know like come on now you know like let's have fun 
Um, it's society too short to not have fun. It's society. Like, just the images and what people say of, like, what we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, how serious we're supposed to take life. Like, again, like, just going back to what you said, like, it, it is about awareness, but unfortunately, like, not enough people get to that place soon enough. So then mm. by the time you start to become aware of yourself, you're probably already like 30 years old and you're like, well, I've been this person for like the past 30 years of my life. So like, yeah, I recognize this. I recognize that. Let's just yeah. keep it like this, you know? But like, I, know. I think once you really question like, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Like, you flow different. You know, it's not just like this anxiousness of like, let me work this nine to five job. It's like, yo, like how, what kind of impact am I supposed to have? Who even am I? And then you like find this love for growth and you just always want to grow. But not everybody thinks that way. Not everybody wants to look at themselves and go through this uncomfortable phases of like, damn, this was a lie. This was fake. How can I be my authentic self? Because that hurts. And that's a lot to go through, you know? So it's like, it's not everybody that wants to go through that process. Mm. And I think that that within itself just puts you on a different wavelength from other people because you were willing to go down a path that a lot of people are not and I think more people would be more willing but society does not promote the questioning of self it's just like we put you in school we put you in 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 these programs to like train you to be and do things a certain way train you to be somebody instead of being honestly that's what it is it's training you to be someone and not to be yourself oof mind blown (sighs) <sighs> exactly Preach. i love that deep breath <laughs> <laughs> right there i was like i felt it i felt it <laughs> but yeah i mean honestly just seeing you though echo that message you know through your platform of like really trying to inspire people to be more of themselves and you just taking the space for yourself too and like realizing like you know what i need time away from social media i need time to just regroup reprioritize reflect spend some time doing introspection so that when I come out here I really come out here with intention you know and it's not just me taking up space just because I need to create marketing content to stay relevant because you know the industry is always like what's new what's next who popping um but really coming from this place of authenticity so it's sustainable so like throughout your career like even though like branding you know personal branding is a weird it's like capitalism but it's like the the authentic nature of like when someone's like who is Bianca you know what that essence is because it's like as much as you're evolving it's still in line with like you you know you're still being you so it's never like as much as you change it's still always gonna feel like Bianca from a from a real place it's not like oh she changed this for marketing purposes it's like wow it's like it's cool to like let people come on this journey with me as I continue to find myself you know and a lot of times it does feel like like a lot of pressure because I'm like oh my god I'm about to put out this aspect of myself that's going to seem so new to everybody else like how is everybody going to take this and I'm like Bianca this is you just put it out Exactly. <laughs> just, <put it> <laughs> just having fun, you know, it's just expressing yourself. But honestly, I think like every time you put out new work or like, you know, it's always just you see the energy. And like, I feel like that is the thing that like really people love is like you really see that authentic, fun energy and it's magnetic. Yeah, it's Aww. it's magnetic. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. I mean, I, do. I don't know. Like, like you say, your vibe attracts 
your tribe. And I feel like, yeah, your your vibe for sure is one that I have no doubt will attract the people you need to get you where you want to be. Because like you say, you're not going to give up. Like this is your life. Like this is what you're going to do, you know, every day, regardless of what happens. Um, and yeah, it's just, um, it's incredible to meet people that are like that because then, especially as same partners, it's just like, yeah, like you have a squad you can look back to and you're like, nah, my, my people are representing. I cannot drop the ball. Like, mm-hmm. oh, gotta, gotta keep it strong, you know, because what you do without a doubt, like it, it definitely influences and inspires people to be like, you know, I'm going to go after it. I'm going to go and go down that path. That's, you know, maybe less traveled and figure out what it is that makes my soul, you know, just blossom. Yeah, and- exactly. And just operate from there. Um, yeah, that yeah. is what I'm an advocate of over everything else. Like, I I always say this, but it's like, find what you love to do and just do that shit. Because you're living for your parents, you're living for society, you're living for your church. When these people dead and gone and you have to look back at your life and you're like, what? Did I really just live my life for somebody else? you you will have resentment towards everybody else but really and truly like that's why no like i don't want to say figure it out no like figure it out whenever you figure it out but like don't be scared to like take that chance don't be scared to live in that uncertainty because that's where you like what is life about is it about getting this stable job and making money to be able to survive while you're not happy because realistically okay you could go to school and prepare yourself for this job and still not get that job and still be unhappy take a freaking chance on what is that you love because when you pursue what you love you are healing the world you are authentically giving something that nobody else could give and that within itself is making a change that the people around you need so when you're not living from that space of like i'm doing what i'm supposed to do you kind of you you're robbing yourself and you're robbing the world of something that we need to to make us better you know so it's like f all of this society and like who thinks i need to do what like pursue your happiness pursue your passions because that will that will lead you to happiness and happiness will lead you to abundance which means that you will not be in a place where you can't take care of yourself and flourish because when you live in when you're living in an authentic space, there's no way that the universe is not going to provide for you. When you're not living authentically, that's when you have to worry and stress about what's coming next and what am I going to do? If it's one thing I would say, Jesus, Lord, universe, Christ, whatever the hell it is, take source. that <laughs> source energy. Just take the message and go with it because you talk to the older people. I wish I was just living for me. I wish I just tried and did what I wanted to do. Like, gosh, don't get to the end of your life and feel that way. Because then, Lord knows, yeah, yeah, you're, you're dead. You're never coming back or you're coming back and you have to do it all over again. So whatever and it you is forget, that you believe. Exactly. And you forget. Remember, and then, <laughs> you're like, shit. <laughs> repeating cycles. Like, why am I here? <laughs> cycles like, okay, let's try this time. Why am I here? Okay, make a difference. <laughs> Oh, I love it, I love it.